Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. The breakdown in the global supply chain has sent food prices soaring. That's hurting local restaurants still struggling to get out from under the pandemic. KPCC's Josie Huang visited LA's Koreatown to see the impact on one small business. Restaurant owners David and Kyung Han can handle a challenge. The couple opened Olympic Restaurant in 1992, just weeks after the LA riots left thousands of businesses damaged and destroyed. We opened it uh, May 16. David says they felt safe enough as patrols walked the streets. The Korean Town Protection Team, they go around. The Han's biggest test would actually come three decades later with the coronavirus. Business plummeted as diners were ordered to stay home. When COVID cases here fell this year and diners began to return, the pandemic struck in another way. From the latest technology to toys, building materials and even food, many products are in short supply around the world. So what's causing the supply crunch? Factory production had sputtered as countries shut down. But as the pandemic eased, consumer demand skyrocketed. And that shocked a supply system hobbled by the pandemic. Long-standing problems were exposed, like a shortage of truckers and warehouse workers. Delivery and production costs jumped, which the Han saw reflected in their bills. Kyung says October expenses went from what is normally twelve to $13,000 to $17,000. Prices climbed double-digit percentages on everything from takeout containers to the beef used to make bulgogi. The Hans also depend on imports such as the barley tea they brew, the red chili powder in their house kimchi, and the fish they pan fry, Corvina caught in the Yellow Sea next to the Korean Peninsula. All are pricier now. And often these items are not even available. Cindy Shin is with the LA-based Korean Food Global Association, which promotes Korean cuisine and restaurants. She says its members are spending 30 to 50 percent more for ingredients and supplies. Some restaurants, they're forced to raise their prices to survive. But even if they do, it's very minimal because they also don't want to drive their longtime customers away. A lot of the items these restaurants need may very well be sitting on a dock just tens of miles away. 
Port of Los Angeles is the busiest in the Western Hemisphere, and along with the neighboring port in Long Beach, it's where a lot of the supply chain drama is playing out. Trucks idle in lines outside cargo terminals. They're waiting to move shipping containers stacked five, six boxes high. Everyone from President Biden to Governor Newsom is weighing in with strategies to move goods off the docks, like a plan announced last month to ship the Port of L.A. to a 24-7 operation. But it hasn't happened yet. Here's Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg last week. First of all, let's recognize it's, of course, not flipping a switch. Uh, there are so many players, even just on the grounds of the port. The supply crisis is expected to last into next year. At least another nine months, predicts Nick Bias. He co-founded USC's Marshall Center for Global Supply Chain Management. The pandemic, we're seeing third and a fourth wave coming through other parts of the world. If those aftershocks continuing to be exposed in our global supply chain systems, forget about having the state of equilibrium anytime soon. Among businesses, the impact will be largest for smaller operations like mom-and-pop restaurants. They don't enjoy economies of scale like, say, a McDonald's. The big players, they have the market size, they have the resources to somewhat deflect this disruption. At Olympic restaurant, the Hans say to get through the last few months, they've relied on their social security payments and PPP loans. They've reluctantly tweaked the cost of some menu items by cents. They don't want to do much more, but David Hahn can see what's coming. Still going up this way, we have to. Our price going up next year. And just hope that customers will be back. For the California Report, I'm Josie Huang in Los Angeles. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. All the supply chain problems could also have a major impact on your medical care. The California Report's Keith Mizuguchi has more. Medical supplies like catheters and feeding tubes and everyday items like syringes and needles are in short supply at medical facilities across California because of the backlog at the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach, as first reported by CalMatters. William Padula is a professor of pharmaceutical and health economics at USC. As demand for a limited supply of materials goes up, as it is in this case, the prices will also go up. So 
patients that were accustomed to paying what they could afford for these materials may not even be able to afford them right now. Padula says this will likely also result in higher health care premiums as hospitals look to get reimbursed for the supply chain issues they're dealing with. And he says there's another potential problem on the horizon for people who may have put off surgery throughout the pandemic. Now they're thinking, well, I really need this procedure today in 2021 or 2022. But with the backlog of supplies in the medical sector, they might not be able to get the procedure that they were anticipating, or they might not be able to get the materials that they need to follow up from a procedure for rehabilitative care. So it really creates a concern that those who have already delayed or foregone uh, certain procedures now have to wait more so until the supplies catch up. It's unclear exactly how many containers or even how many ships are waiting to be offloaded. For The California Report, I'm Keith Mizuguchi. That is The California Report for Friday, November 26th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Katie McMurrin and Danny Bringer, with assistance from Seal Muller. Our producers are Mary Franklin Harvin and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editors, Angela Corral. Our director of news is Vinnie Tong. Our executive editors, Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief contents officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Thanks so much for listening and have a great holiday weekend. Support for the California Report comes from Real California Milk, reminding listeners to take three simple steps to recycle gallon milk jugs. Pour it, cap it, bin it. Learn more at RecycleTheJug.com. Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, focused on finding exceptional people and helping them do more for others together. On the web at SchmidtFutures.com and the California Healthcare Foundation, working to build a more effective, compassionate, and just healthcare system on the web at chcf.org slash health dash equity. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast.